Hello everyone, this is Pam Ostrowski with Power Words, Power Profit. And while you guys are joining, I'm going to save the story about my right eye until everyone's here so I don't have to repeat myself. I'm also going to turn down my computer speaker. Um, so today we're going to talk about what's holding you back. And we all have this. We're all, I mean, I have over, um, you know, 4,000 hours of coaching business uh, entrepreneurs and small businesses and the bottom line is that uh, we all have this particular topic as a challenge and so as people are joining I just want you to know that my purpose here is to help you get your real estate marketing act together so a lot of times I see agents every day actually um, doing random acts of marketing and that's a problem because if you keep doing that, you won't get the results that you want or deserve and you'll get frustrated. And so we're gonna to talk today about the system that you need to uh, need to uh, to follow. And thank you, Linda, this necklace is awesome. Uh, <laughs> Linda made it, so, so you guys know. A little plug for Linda. Um, she's over in Georgia and uh, North Atlanta area and she creates these necklaces and pieces of jewelry in order to um, donate to help uh, puppies rescue dogs and puppies and and dogs who need help and surgeries and that kind of thing so it's, she's she's um, generously um, helping uh, our animals uh, through this effort so if, Linda if you want to put your uh, jewelry URL there so others might donate or or uh, purchase and and have their funds go there uh, please feel free to do so all right, so let's backtrack a little bit. It's been a couple of weeks, um, and uh, basically in episode, this is seven, episode 74, episode 73, we talked about leveraging your just sold listings, and it's not by sending a postcard and telling people how wonderful you are or how fast the house sold. Um, that is not the way to leverage a just sold listing. So go back to episode 73 and watch that. Um, to learn the tips and tricks about how do you um, leverage that um, and that, that particular event. It's a huge success. Yes, you need to celebrate it, but you also need to make sure that it's part of your marketing strategy ongoing. So um, if, if, you're, if you're tired of, of looking at the same postcards, if you're tired of, of not knowing what to write for emails, you're absolutely spot on. Things have changed a lot. Marketing for real estate has changed and won't go back. So we need to talk about uh, what it is that works and doesn't work. And that's what these sessions every Thursday are. If you want to listen to this while you're driving, you can go on iTunes and just search for Power Words for Real Estate um, or on SoundCloud. Both of them, they're both there um, on both of those. And then you have videos here on Facebook and then it's also on YouTube. So I am just about everywhere if you're interested in learning about how to make yourself a better real estate agent. So let's get back to you, your success, and what's holding you back. That's today's topic. And you know, one of the things that I do in uh, PowerWordsPowerProfit.com is really focus on coaching you in videos and in the text to walk you through the process I don't just throw you, you know, here's the emails, do, you know, just send them out. Or, you know, here's, here's some postcard ideas, just do them. This is about understanding what your unique strategy is and what's going to work in your market because that's a big challenge. And so today we're going to talk about some of the things that affect your um, success in how you can either get to 100K or exceed 100K uh, or just get to that next goal that you have. So the, long, the short answer to the question, <clears throat> what's holding you back, is you. I know it's, it's a sad short answer, but it is true. We all do that. We all have self-limiting beliefs. And, and we also have um, potentially a lack of vision, of clarity around our vision. So let's talk about what that means and and so before you can say okay what am i do what are my self-limiting beliefs you've got to understand first what's your vision for you 
I cannot tell you how many agents I will ask, how many transactions did you do in 2016 or 2017? And they don't know the answer. So without a finger on the pulse of your business and knowing, oh, I did um, 18 transactions in 2016, I did 15 transactions, but my home, the transaction value was higher in 2017. And then the next thing is, what's your target for 2018? You have to write this stuff down. The reason is that when you write something down, it commits it to your subconscious mind and your long-term memory. And your, your subconscious mind will help you be able to do the things that need to, to uh, happen in order for you to reach your goals. So, and I know it sounds weird and maybe a little foo-foo, but it is, it works, it's a reality, and, and the more directionless you are, and I know that there's also plenty of agents out there who say, you know what, I'm just going to go with the opportunistic um, uh, strategy, which isn't a strategy. It's, I'll just see how many, you know, how many transactions I can do. No, I want you to know how many buyer transactions you want and how many listing transactions you want. And I want you to have a clear idea of what the total value of transaction value is so that you know by, as of December 31st, I have earned uh, you know, $105,000 in um, uh, commissions, gross commissions. We'll keep the brokerage fees out of the deal. Um, so, you know, in, it, this is really important because without that objective, you are the equivalent of getting in your car without a map and me telling you to drive to Boston. You have no idea how to get there. Your mind is not focused on how to get there. It's just like, you know, huh, we're driving and we're driving and we're driving and, and there's no, there's no map. You have to have a map. You have to have a system. And it has to be repeatable. So, the other thing that that you have to keep in mind is because I just saw that there's some sort of a seminar uh, someplace, and um, the people who tell you that if you come to my seminar and uh, you know we do it for you know two days or three days, you're going to know everything it is that you need to know and uh, you're gonna be an instant success. The bottom line is, is that the people who tell you that kind of thing are selling you something. And, and, and you will take nuggets away from seminars. I, I am a big fan of conferences and, and workshops and seminars myself, but to set that expectation that instantly you're going to start seeing listings and, um, and buyers it is, is not uh, appropriate. And so it's funny when people say about Facebook, you know, well, I didn't get any results from Facebook. And I always ask, well, first of all, what results were you expecting? Because you should know that going in. Well, um, you know, I didn't get any phone calls. Well, no one's going to call you. Complete strangers are not going to call you. Those days are gone. All right. So um, the, the reason why that used to work is that there was no other way for people to reach out to you or to get to know you better. And now we just use the internet. So what your Facebook ads or any of those type, you know, postcards, emails, letters, I'm a big fan of letters, by the way. I think those are probably completely underused um, because postcards, there's so many postcards I showed you. Uh, I think it was in episode 73, I had like 10 different postcards and they just are, you know, that it's what everybody's doing now. And unless you have, you know, outstanding graphics and color and the right message, your postcard's not going to be looked at. Uh, the idea here is that you, exactly. So, so, and I started that, Judy. Are you dating or, or married? Well, it's, it's one of those things of, you know, um, we, we jump into, wanting to ask for business uh, when the person doesn't know us very well and we haven't earned their trust. And so that's why these silver bullet things that people talk about um, are not um, legitimate in, in that they need to set the right expectation. The content is great, but 
you walk away with a, being overwhelmed with information. So how do you put structure around all of that information and apply it to your business so that you reach success? And, you know, that's not, you know, success takes time. And so part of what gets in our way after we leave that workshop or conference or, or when we're sitting here and it's May and we're not halfway to our goal yet um, or getting close to it, then, you know, you, you start to get frustrated. And so I want you to stop for a minute and think about your self-limiting beliefs and habits. So one of the habits that we get into is, you know, I'm not creative. I don't understand computers. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to use, you know, Facebook or I, I don't know. And is usually the way that that sentence starts. And if, if you keep doing, if you keep believing that you have those limitations, you'll be correct. You will, you will, and, and Judy, you and I talk about this, you know, technology is our, as a tool and anyone can learn it if you apply yourself. And the more times, just like whenever you were learning how to um, tie your shoes when you were a kid, the first few times it was messy, right? And you could never figure out how to get it tight enough. So, but you learned and now you can do it with your eyes closed. So that same thing is true when learning tools like Canva or Pixlr, um, you know, how to write a, a good post for Facebook. Um, and so um, these are all things that we tell ourselves that are negative things that about what we cannot do. So you have to do things differently. You have to think about yourself differently. So I want you to promise me that you'll catch yourself when you hear yourself saying, I can't. Either say, I choose not to learn how to use these tools or say, I'm going to understand this or I can understand computers or, um, or uh, a tool or how to... So... Believe, understand what you really know, and understand what you need help with. So that's interesting, Kim. I intend to understand, or I can. Rather than saying I can't, or I don't, say I can. I can do this. I can understand it. I just am going to need more time before it's going to be um, something that's easy for me to do. So Kim says, this is a great refresher point. It's challenging on cultivating someone because we all want instant gratification. So the, the point here is that without understanding that everything takes time, we get impatient. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't get it. It's too frustrating for me. Trust me, I have spent hours in front of my computer trying to figure out how something works. I don't give up. Because I can, I believe, I can do this. And you have to believe that as well. So think about this though. If you decide that things aren't moving fast enough for you, then hire someone. But hire someone you trust. How are you going to find that out? You're going to go on their Facebook business page. You're going to watch videos of them. You're going to look at their work. I hear a lot of people say, a lot of agents tell me, oh, I just don't know who to trust. I get all these emails and everybody wants my money and I don't know who to go with. The, per the, the people who spend the least amount of time helping you and working with you are probably the people who have refined their products and basically based on volume are making plenty of money and don't really need to engage with you. So what, what do you need? Do you want to go off and do your own thing? Like with Power Words, Power Profit, everything's written for you. There's coaching in there. You can go off and do that on your own. You can come to these sessions on Thursdays. But what I want you to do for homework is to think about what are your self-limiting beliefs? What is it that you're doing today that you say you can't do, that you really can, but because it's going to take time, you're not willing to put that effort in? And understand that that's not a judgment. You may not, that may not be a priority. But realize, um, thanks Kelly, 
um, uh, understand that those self-limiting beliefs are also choices on your priorities, right? So if you truly want to be successful and, and you have a goal, but the, you're not getting the results you want, widen your net. So think about this. If, if I said, if I said, well, I just want clients in this small geographic area, which I hear agents say all the time. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, we're talking like a two mile radius. That's not going to work, right? You, you broaden your net, start off with a wider net, your entire city, be willing to drive 15 or 20 miles and target those people that either the type of homes that you're most successful with selling or with buyers, um, build, build your sphere and then stay in touch with them monthly. There's all these different things that you can do to be successful. But because we tend to narrow our focus so much, and that's because of two things. One is we don't want to put the effort in. It's too hard. You know, I don't want to go deal with traffic, whatever, right? That's called being lazy. So what you're doing is you're sacrificing your goal of success for I don't feel like it. Now, nobody knows better than me, especially right now. I don't feel like it. <laughs> but you have to get beyond that. You have to push beyond it because otherwise your whole life is affected by these choices. So by looking at your self-limiting beliefs and then saying, okay, what if, how could I solve this? How could I, how could I make sure that I make $100,000 this year? How many transactions would that be? So say it's 15. All right, how am I gonna get to 15? Last year I only did 10 and this was the area I did it in. All right, so I'm going to expand that double so that I can get more transactions and, and those people I'm a stranger to, so it's gonna take me a while. Patience is critical to success. Nothing happens overnight. And so if you're, if you're focused on too narrow of a market, you need to broaden your horizons. So when I talk about markets, I always talk about three to five markets. So if you have a geography base, so let's use you as an example. Um, if you did um, all of Seattle or 10 miles out from where you're at, let's put it that way, 10 miles out, 20 miles out, you pick the number and, and you did Facebook ads, good Facebook ads, um, out to those people and you were consistent about it and then you uh, did um, a video every week about a different location within that realm you went to activities that um, people uh, where you could meet people and explain that your job is to help people find a home that meets their needs in, the, in their budget or to help them move on with their lives and people would remember that. And then you give them, you know, a cute business card, you know, that's got something, you know, helpful on it as opposed to just this typical, you know, business card. And, um, and they remember you. And so you start to build that, but it takes time. These people, that, these agents that you see that are wildly successful are, have been embedded in their communities and expanded their reach over tens of years. So you have to be willing to put the time in and the effort and yes, the money and, and be able to, if this is what you truly want, if this is where you want to accomplish your goals, then that's what you've got to do. And so, you know, when you think about goals, um, and this is a tough one, is it's about money. You know, what, what is it? What, how many postcards could I send out? Now, you know me and postcards. Um, I, I'm fine with you either delivering or, or just sending out postcards to the people in your direct neighborhood. So we're not talking more than 250. Um, 
and and doing that on a regular basis because those are you know what's going on in that in that neighborhood and you're building intimacy and friendships and that kind of thing and you go for walks and people see you but everything else like facebook facebook ads and you know postage on things like letters um costs money and paying for tools like a crm that works that that you feel comfortable with um, you know, you could use something like MailChimp, which is very inexpensive, and create your emails for the people you have emails addresses for. But you have to, you know, note cards. If you saw my post from a couple of days ago, it was of note cards, fun note cards, and they're not very expensive. And if you could mail those out to your sphere once a month, the what you need to write is already on power words power profit just type in the word thank you or the word note and it's right there you just and just copy it down um, or hire a college student to do it for you if you don't feel like doing that many because your sphere should be in the hundreds and you know as you're building them you know it, it should be your friends your family just because you want to stay in touch but also that it, a card is something people will keep if it's fun if it's just uh, like this Right? What kills me about these is that it says special gift, a special gift for you, but you can't even read it. <laughs> There's, it's embossed. I can't, I don't even know if you can see that. It's embossed. Okay, nobody cares about that. They're just going to toss it. But if you have something creative or fun, if you know someone who's an artist who, you know, but that can get expensive. So I said, I gave you Amazon.com links to note cards buy them, fill them out. Even if you only do 10 per week, think about that. That's 40 cards, right? So that's a start. Give yourself credit and say, okay, I did 40 cards. Next week, next time I'm going to do 60. Next time I'm going to do 100. But it's most important that you stay in touch with everyone on a monthly basis. Um, writing self-limiting beasts and re, re rewriting it as a positive move. Yeah, good for you, Kim. I'm glad you're doing that. Um, and it's amazing uh, how difficult it is uh, and how um, revelationary it is when you start to think, I'm thinking I can't do this and I really can. And it's just going to be harder or it's going to take more effort. And um, sometimes we don't feel like that, but think about this. So I'm reading... Let's see if I can bring it up. Um, I'm reading uh, Jack Canfield's, uh, Canfield's The Success Principles. So if you guys are um, readers, let me see if I can oops, uh, go to the page there. That's what the book looks like, Jack Canfield. He's a really good, he wrote, um, co-wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and all of those different series of chicken for uh, the chicken soup um, series and he's he's inspirational but he's also really smart about um, things that that we we tend to forget is the bottom line and so you have to take a hundred percent responsibility for your life things don't happen to you and Kelly I don't know if you remember but um, you know, four years ago, uh, I, when I started coaching with EXP Realty, um, <clears throat> I, I would always say, you know, that, that nothing happens to you. Uh, oh, you've met him, Lorraine. Oh, that's very cool. Um, ooh, uh, <laughs> now we got to have to do this to Lorraine. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he talks about being 100% responsible for your life and it's so easy to say this happened to me or I got busy or you know my sister got sick or or you know I had to you know do something else because um, I had to do other work because I wasn't making money doing this those those are reasons but those each one of those is a choice and and some of them are very clear and some of them get muddied. And so all of a sudden, you know, I, like I can't believe that it's May 10th. It's May 10th, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say 9th or 10th. Um, yeah, coughing is very annoying. I'm sorry I had to cough on you guys. Um, and it's, it's something I can't control. 
Um, but but the life happens for us. Yes. I'm, oh, you're going to go see Tony Robbins. Oh, very cool. I want to hear about that, Kim. Um, so, um, you know, we, 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 things do occur. Events occur. So that's what he talks about in the success principles is events occur, but it's your response. How do you respond to an event? How do you manage that event so that you don't sacrifice your goals for others? And you, know, you read a lot of um, books. Uh, women tend to do this more than um, men uh, because that's kind of how we're brought up. Um, and so, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's it's just too easy to um, to make to, to choose other things than to choose ourselves and our what's what will get us to our goals so think about this if you're not getting the listings or the buyers that you want what can you do about that odds are the first thing I would do is widen your net so what if you have to leave the community that you live in you know real estate's changed a lot in just the past two or three years and how your um, how you're uh, working through it, how you're figuring out how to interact with other people, is is part of of growing your business, right? So, you know, people are used to doing things um, like with postcards and you know getting phone calls, um, and that doesn't happen anymore. So we have to think about how do you widen your net, and usually the easiest way is through Facebook ads, but they have to be good Facebook ads. And it used to be that they didn't have to be good. <laughs> you could just pay Facebook money, put some stuff out there, and hope for the best. That's not the way it works anymore. So Facebook has more rules and more you have to know what you're doing. Otherwise, they don't let you advertise. Um, and that's why I'm here, right? Is because there is a line between you learning something like the basics and then you hiring someone for expertise. And that is fine, but you have to make sure that you have the money for it, right? So it's hard for us if we don't plan how much money we, we need to have. And I had, I'm selling my house and this woman walked in um, a potential buyer and and we were talking about how much land is around me not mine it's my neighbors um, and she said oh well they'll die <laughs> kind of morbid uh, they'll die the kids will sell it off and then they'll lose it lose all that money in one generation she said did you know and there's some statistic about I forget it was a high number so it might have been like 60% of, of um, wealth transferred to a next generation is lost. So we're not really educated on how to handle money or how to think about money. We just know we need more of it, right? <laughs> so how do we get more money in order to grow it? Now, the more money you have, this is what seems unfair, the more money you have, the more you can invest in people helping you to do a better job of marketing yourself, marketing your business, reaching more people. And then it's got that momentum, right? But so many people are stuck at the bottom of the hill that there's no momentum to get up the hill. And so think about what those things are that are stopping you, where you're saying you can't. Now, when we're doing things that are uncomfortable, so for me, um, and Kelly, you may be able to relate to this, but maybe not. Um, I'm not a networking person. I don't go to group events for the purpose of meeting other people and going to networking stuff. I will go to a charitable event. I'll go to, a, you know, like for doggies, I always go to those and meet people. Um, I will go to community events and you know, fun things that are going on and or farmers markets and meet the, the um, vendors. And then there's inevitably somebody next to you that you can joke around with, especially if you're at a chocolate booth. Um, so, so, you know, after each interaction, sometimes those interactions don't go so well. So um, 
Well, I don't think there's value in it, Kim, to be honest with you. To do networking with other people who are trying to get business is not really what you want to do. Um, because it's a, just a group of needy people, <laughs> um, ultimately. And so instead, if you go do things you enjoy, um, go to a cooking class or, um, you know, going to yoga even. Um, you, when, you, when you go with other people and you get to know them, uh, they get to see your face, they learn to trust you. Um, and there's no reason why if you have something that's of value, like, um, like Kelly, I don't know if I have this handy. Oh, here it is. Actually, this is a, um, a different one. But, um, you know, it has this schedule. Um, of, of the baseball team, local baseball team. So that's something of value. And you could hand that out at your yoga classes and say, hey, maybe we could all go to a game together. Now they own something of value. You gave them something. And what you're proposing is fun. That's how you build relationships. That's how you get a lot of people to say, um, and meet up. Meet up works, yep. Yeah. Um, but go do things that you enjoy doing so that at the very least you get that out of it. But every once in a while, things don't, the interaction doesn't go as well as you'd planned or that you thought. And so one of the thing that, things that Jack Canfield talks about in the success principles is, how did I create that experience? What was I thinking at the time? And then what took priority that shouldn't have and how can I avoid that in the future? So, um, you know, Kelly, I was thinking of your situation with that small group of, of women that you met with. And, and so part of the challenge is not everyone is going to be, or every group is gonna be exactly the right target or, or the right people that you wanna hang out with, but you have to keep your purpose, your goal for being there, top of mind, right? So it's easy for us because we are creatures of both habit and ego to allow that to um, cast a veil over our goal and causes us to do things that, you know, that, that are contrary to what we're really trying to achieve. And I was in a recently in a situation where, um, the person who was talking was saying things that, that I disagreed with. And I had to pull back and say, okay, what's my goal for being here? My goal for being here is not to listen to this person's viewpoint per se and take action on it. It's neither here nor there. It has nothing to do with why I'm here. So I just politely said, you know, I'm going to go say hello to a few other people. It was nice chatting with all of you. You know, here's, here's a, a baseball schedule or whatever is what I would have done if I were a realtor. Um, and, um, and I got up and, and moved on. And I felt better for it. But you have to think about, again, always, what is your goal for doing something? And we forget about that, don't we? We go to these things because in our subconscious mind, We've told ourselves, or you hear my voice in your head, right? <laughs> Saying, you need to get out, go to community and charitable events, you know, be, you know, donate, donate your time to sit at a, da a table at the grocery store, um, you know, to collect, you know, food items, you know, do something that doesn't cost anything, but still gets your brand out there and helps you make movement towards your goals. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, you know, it's one of those things, um, you know, that, that we have to keep that in mind and we lose track of it. Now, here's another thing that, um, that can apply as well. And I've noticed it, um, over, over the past several years, there are real estate agents out there who don't understand why they're not being picked for listings or to be represented to represent buyers. And you have to remember that your <laughs> this is kind of funny considering what my face looks like. Your your face to is your brand. Your your clothing style, your hair, your everything is your brand. And unfortunately for you guys and probably for me a little bit, um 
in, in real estate, you're always out there, right? So wearing sweats or, you know, a messy ponytail or, you know, or when you see like a guy with a man bun or one of those really big, long beards, it's not that we're judging them. It's more of, wow, I probably wouldn't sell my house with that person. And it's a weird thing that we as humans do. We evaluate you physically. That's how even men and women are attracted to each other, right? But we do, we do evaluate someone of, on how what our appearance looks like says what we think of ourselves. And so just going, well, I was just going out for a coffee or, you know, or, or like I'll leave the gym and go to the grocery store. Um, but I, I'm okay with that, but I'm not going to wear sweats or gym clothes to go to Target or to go grocery shopping in general. I would only do that if the grocery store and the gym were next to each other, which they are. So um, thinking about your brand, which is everything here, does affect your business. And so um, when you have photos taken, and Kelly has some beautiful photos, and I've, I've um, shown um, many people her photos, um, because they're about with other people. And that's the thing, is that if, if you, your photos are just of your, you and your head, what it says is, aren't I beautiful? Look what, I, look, what I, look what a photographer could do with a filter, or what I could do with makeup. Nobody cares. It's about, you know, any time that you have a picture of yourself, and actually I have Tom's card here because he wants me to redesign it, but, you know, you've got that headshot, and it's like, here's your friendly realtor. There's only uh, 50 to 60,000 um, real estate agents in the Maricopa County and here in Phoenix. Um, so there's 50 to 60,000 business cards that look just like that. But if you have you, like my favorite one with Kelly is she and the guy holding the sold sign up and it's like he's jumping. Um, you know, it's, it's about really engaging emotions and showing that you're human. And, and that you're interactive, that you're willing to take a risk, right? So, so for instance, doing this and doing this are ones that are a little riskier than this one, but it's fun. And that's, a, that's an emotional reaction. So when we talk about what holds us back, sometimes we're, fear, we're, we're afraid of being judged. And, uh, and so um, we, we don't think about you know, or we say defensively, I don't care what they think, you know, and whether I'm wearing spaghetti straps and a, you know, revealing top and tight pants, you know, which I never do, by the way, but, um, you know, throw a suit jacket over it, ladies. Um, but, uh, and Jeff, you know, you probably are not doing that. Um, <laughs> but the idea here is, is that you, you have to own your brand and you have to realize that People are deciding, you know, if your house is worth, like, gosh, in Seattle, $500,000, $600,000, you want someone who represents a polished look, who, who, um, who is friendly and kind and is a good listener. Those are qualities that you have to communicate visually in, in your Facebook business pages because that's where everybody's going to go find you and in your personal, business, personal Facebook page because well, the first thing they're going to do is type in your name your name will come up and then on your personal page in the left hand side where it says intro it should say find out you know more find out find real estate tips here on my website or or on my business page so keep them within facebook uh make that a hyperlink and click and it'll click over to your business page and the idea there is that people are going to, you know, you know how when you Google search something and then you're like, oh, that looks interesting. And then you're off down the rabbit hole, you know, looking at, at, you know, all sorts of weird stuff that you didn't start looking at in the first place. Well, that's what people do with Facebook. And so if you're present and you're uh, a kind person then you and you show diversity. So, um, you know, for instance, um, you post, so you post on your business page and then you share it on your personal page so that people don't just see what's happening to you personally on your per business or your personal page, but they also see 
um, real estate tips, you know, how to buy a home, um, how to, you know, how do you know how much your home is worth? What are the factors in selling a home as far as costs go? You know, all of that type of stuff. And, and you, you blend your personal page to have more information on it. It should not ever be something that says, open house, woohoo, uh, here's the address. Um, I'll be there from th one to three, uh, see you there, right? Because nobody cares. So you have to blend these, these elements. And this is the part where you're going to have to learn, you're going to make mistakes, which is the other reason why, um, that's another self-limiting belief is, well, I'm afraid to make, what if I make a mistake? Well, of course you're going to make a mistake. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes daily, actually. And so me picking up that cast iron chair, uh, mistake. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't a mistake until it fell forward. Um, so bear in mind how important it is that you forgive yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. So what if, if you know, your first, you know, Canva image isn't quite what it's supposed to be? You know, we can fix that. You know, and that's the thing is that you're not on this journey alone. You know, that's why I'm here is that if you have questions or you, you know, you tie yourself in knots in Canva and your fonts aren't right and everything's going all over the place, you know, Pam, just reach out to me, Pam at PowerWordsPowerProfit.com or message me on Facebook, help, you know, I just did this, I gave it a shot and it's not looking very good and that's, I'll swoop in and, and we'll get it taken care of. But those are the those are the elements that I think we feel that we don't have. Uh, if I make a mistake, you know, the world will know it and they'll judge me. Well, everybody makes mistakes, but you also have resources to help you fix those before you go out into the world, right? This is your inner circle. Um, it's uh, you know one of those things where before you go out, you usually <laughs> thank you, Kim. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where like if, you, if you're if you going out with the girls or going out with the guys or whatever, well, I don't know if guys do this, but it's like, you know, do I look okay? Spouses do it to each other, you know? Well, at least women ask their husbands or partners, you know, do I look okay? Now, that's a loaded question, so the answer is always yes. Um, but but on the flip side, it's, it's validation, right? And so, you know, I had one of the best conversations I've had in a long time with a, a marketing coach that I'm using to help look at my stuff and help me with my Facebook ads. Um, and, you know, nobody's impervious to asking for help. And we're not, of, we're not experts. We're, you know, some of us are better at stuff than others, but none of us, very few of us are experts unless you really do target in on a particular thing. Um, Right, Google wasn't this Google in the beginning. That's true, very true. Microsoft, same thing. So, you know, it means that, that being successful, it requires risk. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It may be difficult. Um, it may be confusing. But that's what successful people are willing to endure to be successful. And that's where, you know, we tend to forget that um, the things that we've been through in life in order to get to where we are. And remember, this is very important, what got you where you are today will not get you to the next goal. Repeating what you're doing will only produce the exact same results. And then you just spin your wheels and you want to know, well, why didn't I grow my business? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't that happen? Why, why wasn't I able to go on vacation this year? You know, whatever, whatever it is that you wanted but you didn't achieve, it's most likely because you didn't change your behavior, your response to what, what was happening. So if you're not getting results from what you're doing, change what you're doing and, and invest in it. Expand who you're talking with. Expand your sphere. Get to know other people. And I'm glad, Kim, that you like the idea about, you know, doing things like going to cooking classes or yoga or, or um, you know, one of my favorites when my, my dad was still alive is going to um, uh, car shows because those are always fun. And um, so, you know, any, because everybody's there to talk, right? Um, you can do that at dog shows too, you know, where if whatever kind of events there are, 
where you're going to enjoy yourself, that's where you've got to step out of that comfort zone and make the effort to reach out. Um, you know, one of the funny things about some of these, we have like these massive art festivals and everybody has their stuff out and all the vendors are sitting there behind their goods and um, and I'm, I watch people and most of them, I would say 50% of them don't make eye contact. You know, like, I don't want to talk to this person, they're going to try to sell me something. Well, believe me, people feel the same way about real estate agents. It's like, oh, you're going to try to persuade me to help, you know, buy, help, you know, buy a house with you or sell my house. And so, it, you know, in the other half, well, maybe another 30% would say, hey, how you doing today, you know, and stuff. And so what I've started doing, um, and you might have seen this if you follow Tom Mayer, um, I said, Tom, I said, grab that guy, we're going to do a Facebook Live. <laughs> and... <coughs> So the guys, excuse me, um, the guys, you know, it's like, well, hey, do you want to be on video? You know, we can do this. We can post it on your page. We'll post it on Tom's page. And, you know, you can tell people where you are and what you have. And he's like, well, sure. <laughs> so it's a great way to meet people. Give them something. It's the equivalent of a baseball schedule um, for their business. And now you're helping their business. And they'll say, hey, can I have your card? Well, don't give them just one. Give them two or three. Um, and say if you know if you know of anybody who's you know looking to move one way or the other, um, I'd appreciate it if you could connect us so that we can see if we're a good match for each other. But it's those kind of things where when you extend yourself and try to help somebody else or do something fun, like oh let's do a selfie you know in front of this, and you know that's where the more times when you're having fun and enjoying your life, those are when business opportunities tend to show up because you are being the genuine person that you are. And that's what makes the difference. And so this, the, the forced rhetoric of real estate, the, the standard traditional marketing, which, you know, business cards that look like this, you know, oh, and, and how many people have their arms folded in this, it's ridiculous. I just, photographers, and it's interesting because I've talked with photographers and, you know, they don't seem to see the point um, behind not folding your arms. But there's Kelly. There's Kelly's schedule. But then you get something like this, right? And then look at this. This is terrible. It's it's red, yellow, and then white and blue. I'm like, pick a color. You're hurting my eyes. Now, we do know that yellow draws the eye. That's the number one color for drawing the eye. Red actually causes you to avert your eye. So recently sold homes. And, and what we also forget is engagement, you know, so when I did the Facebook Live stuff, I said, hey, do you want to, you know, put your business on, on uh, your Facebook page, we'll do a quick Facebook Live video. And at first they're suspicious, like, are you serious? You do that? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it right now. Tom, go in there and ask him a question. <laughs> it, was, it was a blast. Um, so bring a friend and go do that. Um, part of it's because of who I am though, I suppose. Um, but it's just interesting to look at this and, and how traditional it is and, and there's no calls to action and there's no engagement. It's just pushing information and, and that's the problem. I would say it's the number one problem of traditional real estate marketing and what you see out there is, you know, let me talk about me, you know, I'm here for you, I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, house for sale, you know, just sold. Those are not engaging words. It might be, could this be your home next? Or, you know, ask a question. Um, you know, it's, it's a lack of engagement. We're not, we don't have social skills anymore, it seems. We don't seem to be able to um, engage in a way that um, helps Help, allows us to help each other and ultimately that's where the suspicion comes in what are you selling you what are you trying to get and and so there's a lack of trust and you you never want to feel like a used car salesman right so think about what it is that you're doing today that's a self-limiting belief remember to write down where you want to be what is the life that you deserve 
I want you to write down, you know, and just you know, write down 10 things. I own this car. I live in this house. I make this amount of money per year. Um, I have two dogs. I, you know, name what kind of dogs. Um, you know, be as specific as you can. And, and then think about, okay, I, in order for me to make that $100,000, I close 15 transactions a year. All right, now when I look at that, and I say it out loud, you can read them out loud if you want. That's a Brian Tracy thing. I was a Brian Tracy business coach for five years, and, and um, that was one of the things that was, he was very big on, is reading your vision of what your life looks like out loud, um, or write it down every morning. Um, because your subconscious mind is much more powerful than your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is the one that's filtering stuff and making judgments and doing all that stuff that's not good for you. Um, but if you if you allow your subconscious mind to do the work, the next time that you're going to the coffee shop, and Kelly will hear my voice saying, do a Facebook Live, Kelly, with the barista, um, then uh, you might say, oh, I don't feel like it. And then you're going to hear yourself say, my goal is to reach 15 transactions this year. I'm going to go do a Facebook Live. That's the power of identifying what your goal is and pushing you to do the things that are uncomfortable, that do require a little risk, you know? And if nothing else, <laughs> um, when you're doing these things, smile, okay? Because remember that think about your goal when you're doing these things and that will make you smile. I can't, you know, I can't wait to be driving a Mercedes, you know, or a Range Rover. Uh, you know, think of, you know, just imagine yourself in the driver's seat and then do that Facebook Live, do that Facebook ad, um, send out those letters. But just keep that in mind. And, you know, um, we, for those of you who are going to go see Tony Robbins or have met Jack Canfield, these are inspirational people that are saying these things. And you get all jazzed up and then you go home and, and nothing happens. Um, and so my job, at least how I envision it, is to help you take those steps for real estate, for what you're doing, and help guide you in what type of marketing is going to work, what isn't going to work, why, you know, don't waste your money, um, and what we can do to face those risks, face those situations of being uncomfortable by mentally keeping those goals in mind and envisioning your success and the life that you deserve. So that's it for me today. But um, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, send me some hugs and love. That's always a good thing, always a healing thing. So take care of yourselves, and I will see you next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Take care. And go back onto PowerWordsPowerProfit.com and start using some of that content. <laughs> Take care, guys. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Shiner on. <laughs> you guys take care. Bye-bye.